Okay, uh, let me move this over here. So, I don't know, when was it? Uh, about a month ago, the Bob Saget died. And then just the, yesterday, today, yesterday, revealed how he died. Correct. And you know that, right? I do know that. How, and so, supposedly, you he... You want me to say it, or do you want to say go it? Go ahead. He was... They thought was either had a heart attack or stroke because the way he was found. Right. But apparently after he did his last comedy show, he went to the hotel. And when he leaned back in the bed, he hit his head on the headboard, like the back mm-hmm. bottom of his head. And it caused some kind of brain bleed. And he died in his sleep from a brain bleed from hitting his head. Say brain bleed. Brain bleed. Brain bleed. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, then, dun, dun, dun. So... That got us talking a little bit, and I got some things I want to talk about how it can change so quickly on just the most routine things in your life. It's kind of sad. It makes you think about things for sure, but, uh, you know, I even just the other day, right here where I scratched my nose, I, I scratched it on a nail when I was uh, coming through and there was a nail sticking out, and I kind of, I really scratched it all the way down the side and when it happened and as i'm holding my nose i mean that could have i I thought for sure i like just pierced myself like or you could have stuck it in your eye oh right it could have been just that split second was so crazy but they also said real quick today Mm -hmm. that when they did his autopsy he was positive for covid that's weird that is weird they didn't say that yesterday they said that today well but it, the they said no bleed. drugs or alcohol. Not at all. But what about prescription drugs? Did they mention no, no drugs or alcohol at all? Nothing. Would they say prescription drugs yeah. if there was? Because yeah. nothing in a system. Um, completely clean. I know of a guy, head. and this happened probably five, six years ago. An acquaintance, a friend of a friend, I knew him. I mean, I I've been out with him a couple times, and uh, older gentleman, and was at his lake house, and had uh what's the stuff for sleeping apnea or something like that a prescription we shouldn't mention any names but i don't know if that was it but supposedly something like that and ended up in the middle of the night walking in his sleep and walking right off the deck oh he was on medication for right for sleeping and and, died yeah walking in his sleep walked right off the back deck of this place i don't think it was his place um they were staying there it was like a discombobulated they think Man, oh, just in the middle of the night. Wow. That's and, um, you know, even the Bob Saget thing reminded me of a good friend of mine that we were uh, on a golf trip. And you remember this when I came home, I showed you the picture of him. He had a whole swollen eye. Well, he woke up the next day and he goes, Man, I uh, rolled over and I hit my. He fell out of bed and hit his head on the corner well, of the night. Yeah, stand. it was like in the middle of the night or in the morning. He rolled over and, man, he, and it was gash. Like, he almost yeah. needed a stitch or two. Yeah, he hit it right on the edge of his eye socket. Like, he really could have hurt himself. Right. I mean, and he did so, hurt himself, but it could have been like that, where he went back to sleep and died of a brain bleed. Uh-huh. Like, that's a crazy thing. I mean, you've stayed in, you used to be a traveling salesman. You've stayed in billions of motels. That, you, that could, you know, I've hit my head on things like that before. Like, just when you lay back and you're not, it's not your own bed. You're not used man, to your it. Own, yeah, yeah. They have those ones that are like hinged at the wall, wood ones. Um. We were drinking, uh, and this was a long, long, this is in my early drinking years and work. And we had a meeting where there was probably about 30, 35 
guys from all over the country here, uh, meeting here or meeting at a hotel for week long, you know, it's sales training and we had sales and service together and, uh, the service guys, man, that, you know, they just, they just thought they could out drink the sales guys and there's just no way. You guys are like professionals. That's your job yeah. to keep out drinking. <laughs> and, uh, this one dude, Donnie, we're at this, uh, we're at this hotel lobby bar. And it's kind of unique. Where it was newer, where you walked in and there's the lobby, and you check in, and then there's a big fireplace thing, and then there's the bar in the back at night. It's the bar in the morning. It's the breakfast area, and it's behind this fireplace thing right in the mm-hmm. lobby. Well, you know, we we owned that place for three nights that we were there. Every night we had the bar filled up with all of our guys at some point, and uh, he comes around the corner and uh was so drunk came around that fireplace to go like and smacked his head in that walk concrete right. mantle of the fireplace because he didn't right realize it. Right. <gasps> didn't knock him out and, oh he went down to oh. a knee two knees took him down to the ground but he didn't go unconscious no but man. Dude, did it smack his head open oh slice it open? man no no but man oh. it had to be a concussion i'm sure Dude, that would hurt and i was just standing there it was just kind of one of those things where you're just standing there watching you know hey here he comes Clock. donnie and he turns the corner boom and he's on the ground you're like what the hell just happened he okay derailed. i have three quick stories one well when you I, guys only say one no i got they're, th- they're quick right. when i was little i was at my friend's house in um her mom cleaned the sliding glass door. We thought it was open. I smacked. I ran. I mean, oh, I think we've all done that. that. I hit the oh, screen dude, that, one time and went right through the screen. Dude, that hurts so bad. Yeah, it hurts bad. Oh man, the second, you see them videos, oh, you feel so oh, bad for them people. It's the nose crunch. Yeah, that, it's that noise. Uh, yeah. You swear to God, you broke your nose. The second one was I had a friend who his wife came home and she couldn't find him, and she went in the backyard because he was chopping wood, and he had hit a knot with the ax and it popped back up and hit him split his head open she found him unconscious out in the snow with his head cracked open. oh yeah it didn't kill him he had stitches like it didn't crack his skull but it broke the skin it knocked him out she was still unconscious oh my god the shit out of him there's been so many times with my little projects or something where a blade went breaking and you're like oh wow that could have just sliced right into me one of my daughters was out walking (sighs) we had a boxer and she took him out and we um we didn't want it was icy it was during the ice storm, and I said, keep him on a leash because there was wires down and stuff. Just take him out. And she took him and found a little spot, and then he took off kind of running, and it, she slid, and she slid head, head first because she's still holding on uh, to his leash yeah. into the All bricks right. and had the biggest goose egg on her. Uh, oh my God. I don't want those kind of stories. You know those. I don't like that. I felt so bad for her. I don't like it when it ends in death. I can handle that. No. The act story is pretty bad, right? Yeah. Dude, she thought, she goes, I thought he was dead for sure. Yeah. Um Oof. Yeah, just scary stuff when that kind of thing happens. I mean, there's just so many incidents in my life that I can remember just to go, oh, my gosh, that could have been just that easy knock on the head like the Bob Saget, you know, just it just hit him right exactly where it needed to hit him. Well, and... I'm surprised anything hasn't happened like that to me because, as you know, as my husband, I am very accident prone in, in very strange and very bad ways. You're not balanced. <laughs> Like I've I've almost damn near cut my heel off one time with a piece of glass in a bathtub. 
Um, that was bad. You had to carry me into the ER. It looked I like I don't want to hear about this. But you're gonna make I, me sick. No, I'm not. People don't want to hear about I your fell off the, I fell off the. Well, dog. that was kind of funny, dude. I was bruised so bad because I my arm scraped all along that dock plate, <sighs> and the whole underside of my arm that my bat wing was completely. If you that, wanted to get rid of me, that would have been your time dude. to go to the uh, police station, and I would have been still locked. Well, up. the funny thing said, was, look, you, look where you grabbed my arm oh all my the way God. down my arm. It I looked like it looked like I was bruised head to toe. And Mike, the first thing he did, because he was in his truck and he saw me fall. So he came. Well, I'm waiting for you. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. And so I had, sl- it just was a weird situation. And I fell in 10 different bad ways. Like I, I a slipped weird on. weird situation you're. So I was trying to sit stupid. down on the edge and my foot slipped off and there was two plastic shells on top of each other. And one, my foot hit and it slipped and I just went up and down and my arm slipped across that dock plate, my hip or my mm. tailbone. But the first thing my dad's come over, he goes, why'd you do that? And I'm like, what? Dude, how about, are you okay? And then he looked, I go, you're lucky there's a truck driver there that saw it all. So he asked if I was okay. Mike's like, thank God somebody saw this happen. So you can't tell me people that I abused you. <laughs> I mean, life. <laughs> I've uh, had weird things happen like that all the time. Yeah, life, uh, life is weird. It's fragile. It's um, always on holiday. There's always things that happen to people. You hear people that's tragic and it's sudden or oh, I a have car a, wreck. Well, um, hold on. Yeah. And just a car wreck or whatever. And, um, uh. It's just weird that, and then you look at the stories of the near misses of all the near misses. Or the freak have. accidents that are just funny, like my dad or got his have been a, by a snapping turtle. Right, or <laughs> could have been really bad. I mean, there was times where, I mean, we've been in some oh shit situations where you get done and you're like, oh shit. And it's not until maybe a year, maybe 10 years later, you're like, holy crap, that was stupid. Like, I can't believe I did something that dumb. Not even that dumb, or it was that close, or it was that careless. No, you could be very well doing everything you can. I mean, look at Bob Saget. All he did was go to bed. He wasn't being careless. <laughs> That's true. He just bonked his head. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just a minor How accident. How many of that stuff? Yeah. Right. You get sunny. It's not being careless. It's not being no. stupid. It's just being just life throws you can, at you. You can get sunny bono. It's more amazed at yeah, more amazing on what you've avoided. I look at people driving every day. I've told you this before. It's phones. People are the mm, worst no. drivers oh. because they're looking at their phones all the time. Oh well, thanks for reading my mind. <laughs> but that wasn't my point. Yeah. Can I? I was supposed to be leading this. <laughs> Just Are you done yet with your ears. three stories yeah, and yeah, yeah. jumping in? What I'm all right. don't be rude. All right. Is the fact that when you look and watch people drive, uh, how come more people aren't dying every day? The stupid shit that goes on. You, I'm just amazed at why. How is there not more accidents? How is there not more stuff? Um, and then you just look at all the near misses that you see to come up with that. And you're like, man, those are just near, you know, have you ever been in a situation where you thought that this could be, and it very well might be the, I'm going to die right now. No, I, I have been yeah. once with him get hit by the car. No, I didn't think I was going to die when I got hit by a car. She, so when I got hit by a car, I was in eighth grade. I was walking across my church parking lot and there were snow drifts everywhere. It was nighttime we just got out of CCD and we were going across a parking lot and it was dark and the lady hit me like at 10 miles an hour. She didn't hit me hard, 
her bumper hit uh, my. So when was the time you thought you were going to die? Her, well, her bumper hit my hip, which wasn't that bad, but I fell and hit my mouth on the ground and knocked my teeth out. Uh-huh. So I didn't think I was going to die then. When I, you were there, when you were waiting for me to land on that plane. In oh, Memphis. my God. Yeah. You haven't been Dude. on a plane since, have you? No. And the, okay. First of all, this is a tiny plane. I hate tiny planes more than When you say a tiny plane, is this the two row, one row? Yes. One row runs all the way down the one side, then they have two yes. rows down the other aisle. Yes. Right. Like 50 people on it. Right. Tiny. Buddy Holly. Oh, that was, you were in that kind of plane. I was huh? in a, I was, I swear to God, I heard Peggy Sue playing in the background. So, Mike drove to, so Mike and I used to live eight hours apart. Uh, I'm just and saying, so I'm, I'm he, waiting for you at the airport yeah, so to pick he you dro- up. He drove to Memphis from here and I flew into Memphis and I get there right when there's this horrible thunderstorm. I, so, right. I'll tell you part of it. Well, so I'm driving in and they're saying, um, oh, thunderstorms tonight, blah, blah, blah. It's going to come through. And usually here in the Midwest, they, they kind of come through an hour and they're done or half hour. And. So I pull into the um, cell lot at the airport and um, I'm there about 10 minutes before you get there. And I kind of hurried because I'm trying to beat the storm that's coming in and I'm going, you know, I know this plane's, this is going to be tight for her to get in here. Um, And I'm sitting there and all of a sudden the wind would just pick up. And it just looked like a hurricane would come through there, but not a drop of rain, not anything ever happened. And then like thunder, and then lightning. it would calm down and I'm going, okay, so that was nothing. Thunder and lightning's kind of all the way around. It was never right at the airport. It always got, and then all of a sudden wind would pick up. The trees are bending over. I'm like, here it comes. And then it would just stop. And you're no, and so I started tracking your, you got on your phone tracked your flight on the phone (laughs) you could watch it and it shows the little red thing going around and i said okay there you circled you circled you circled again i have that picture somewhere it is i so i screenshotted it it looked like a tornado that's how many times it it looked like i uh it looked like a two-year-old spirograph (laughs) with a broken spirograph using a broken spirograph drew that um it, it it was amazing and you get in the car and you're just like, well, here's what happened before I, I tell you when I get in the car, here's what happened. Up right, yeah. So yeah, that's what happened on the ground. Yeah. I'm waiting for you and I'm watching this plane just keep circling, circling, and circling. For, and not, for two hours, two and a half hours. Now remember these aren't like perfect orbital circles. No. These things are everywhere. Line. Yeah. All. And then it goes dips down. It looks like a camel. He's drawing a camel. Dude, with I swear hand. to God, we circled 14 different States. Right. Go I ahead. mean, so, so it was a, we were, I got on in Wichita. And this was me and one other person. So it was already, it just popped in, grabbed us and went no refueling. It was half gone of fuel anyway. So I was already like, I hate that anyway. I want to get on a fresh plane. So it's not that long of a flight. It turned out to be, I was in the air. And and these weren't a big, this isn't a big band of thunderstorm. This is just like a local thunderstorm. thunderstorm. Right, 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 right. And we circled this thing. There's lightning literally like right in front of our eyes. Like the plane's going up and down, like, whoosh like it would drop and kids were screaming we were i was oh i'm texting mike like i love you i think i'm gonna die you didn't get this till i landed right um oh my god it was it was the most frightening scariest thing it was so loud and the pilot was like you know we're you know we're gonna hit some more turbulence we're trying to get out of this and we're trying to get but there's planes everywhere but we're getting low on fuel we have to land. so then they finally after two didn't say we have to land yeah i did he oh. said after two hours he said, we're, we have to land. We're low on fuel. I'm well, like, it was two hours. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, Jesus, mother of 
Christ. I Now, this is two hours of watching your airplane descend to the airport. We, we and then got, go back up. Right, we tried to land circle, like five like times. Hours, yeah. Right. And then there was like 20 you missed planes it around by us. like 10 minutes. Dude, it was the scariest thing ever. And we weren't, and they were doing their best to get, but every time we try to land, we had to go through the goddamn storm. So then we get uh, thrown up and down, up and down. I'm like, oh, we are going to come apart in the air. I swear to God, I'm going to die over fucking Memphis. It was bad. I was, I was never been so scared. So we finally, they said, we're just going to have to go for it. And we went in and landed, and it was rough as hell. And we finally landed and we got, and I was, I had to have been white as a ghost. Oh yeah, and these you kids were, were shaking. Kids were crying. I mean, it was frightening. You were shaking for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, fl- I drove, you drove me back here and I rented a car and drove home. I have never flown since. Oh, we hung out in Memphis for the weekend. Yeah, of course we did. Yes. But I'm saying. So well, what else anyway, do you want to talk about? I don't know, Kim. Um, <laughs> what do you, what, uh. Uh, no, I got to turn this thing here. Is we on here? Yeah. Uh, you're beating my ass at Yahtzee lately. Man. Well, you've been, what happened? You like, um, you know, I, I can't answer what happened. Like all of a sudden it's not a game of skill. Let's just make this very clear. This is just a game of you roll and maybe you get something, maybe you don't, but my God, you you've been on a score? roll lately, Dude, man. So, I've done everything. Changed my pencil. That right. didn't help. So in case, let me give a little history. No, just, Hold on. you no, know. No, no. In oh, case come you, on. Stop. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. So in case you don't know, Mike and I play six rounds of Yahtzee every evening. And then we keep like track of the high, who has the highest, highest score, low, you know, all these little crazy things just for fun. Right. And we talk about stuff like it's like how we wrap up our day to me. You know, we talk about work and whatever. It's fun. And uh, so Mike started off really great kicking my butt well then all of a sudden i just have been like turning it on and he can't yeah, roll high nothing. score high individual games i mean i can't and i'm i'm like not for a long time mike had the highest score and the highest individual game the highest six round store and the highest individual game and i had the lowest possible score now i have the highest individual score the highest total six game score and i had 10 yahtzees in six rounds that's crazy that i could not stop rolling them it was insane Hey, here's a conspiracy theory. What was my highest score for one round? I don't know, Kim. You do too. I, I'd have to look it up. I, I, oh, it's okay. I, I don't have the... It was like 467 I, or something. I, uh, anyway, here's your conspiracy theory. No, I don't know. <laughs> 423? No, I had one higher than that. Oh, well, that's another anyway. one. Um, so here in where we live... In Collinsville, Illinois, we are a suburb of St. Louis. That's uh, right. Just across the river in Illinois, about 15 miles from downtown I'm St. from Louis. the loop, and I'm proud. You're not. I'm on the east You're side. You're from Kansas. I am from Kansas. Middle of nowhere. The middle of Kansas. All right, shh. I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I just heard this the other night. Well, so uh, here in Collinsville, there's a, f- uh, the Collinsville boom. Have you heard of this? I'll just say it. Not only have I heard of it, I've heard them. These are Collinsville booms. They call them. They're on Facebook when they go on. They're like, oh, I heard a Collinsville boom over here. and heard Collinsville boom over here. And yeah. there's times we've heard it. Like, you hear this and you're like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, it just. It's like a very <coughs> quiet sonic boom. <laughs> well, I my theory is, and right off the bat, you okay? Oh, goodness, excuse me. Jesus. Something tickled my nose. I'm so sorry. Yeah. My theory right off the bat is uh, an old boy out back playing with Tannerite. That's what it sounds like. Right. Or acetylene. 
something. A torsionist. And I get better. it, but um, and then. Now, just so you know, the way that our town is set up, we're right on the Mississippi River and we're in a, there's bluffs and hills and trees. And so sound travels weird here. Yeah, but that's not my point. I'm just saying, so they, they hear them in different places, but I, you don't really can't tell where so, they're from. So I heard something on the internet, you know, them stupid little stations that pop up that I listen to at night. Um, they're like conspiracy stations, unidentified booms reported all over. And I'm going, so it's maybe is, is it not a Collinsville boom? Is there more boom? Where was that article from? Did they say where they heard them at? No, it's just like, uh, unexplained booms heard all over the world. And I'm going, what kind of booms like Collinsville boom? I've heard of that. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard Collinsville booms a lot. Yeah. I mean, we've so heard just, it a couple times. Yeah, and they're not like they don't shake your house. Like they just the like the second theory would be it has to do something with the coal mining activity. I mean, our whole area, not just our town, but the whole area surrounding here is over coal mines that have been dug out for right. you know the uh and old Indian end of the eighteen hundreds, and... early nineteen hundreds. Um so the whole thing have you ever seen that mine map? You might be able to pull it up on Google. A Madison County ma- mine. mine map. Let me pull um, it it's well, pretty crazy about the amount of mines that are under us. Now, my problem is like, I don't have, I've never been in a mine, an actual working mine. I've seen Indiana Jones is the closest I can come to a mine. Right. Right. Have you? Yes. I've been in a mine. Well, the mine thing, the, the ride at the state fair. What was that called? No, the mine shaft? That was the oh, that was trail. your nickname in uh-huh. high school. No, I've been in mines. I've been in salt mines. Okay. And I have been in coal, uh, not coal mines, gold mines, and the other, okay. like those old ones in Colorado. You but can are go coal in. mines I've never been in a coal so, mine. So here we go. I've lived here 50 years, born and raised here. Uh, there's a big history of coal mining. And I uh, heard about coal mining. And uh, really, really haven't been able to identify the entrances, but I kind of know where they're at. They don't do it anymore here. Correct. Right. But this was this was one of the biggest areas for coal mining at one time here. Right on the river. Right on the <laughs> and, <price>. um, <laughs> You know, because we are in a unique thing, and that's why the horseradish, we're the world's largest producer of horseradish here in this town because of the that. way the Mississippi River used to be. The soil is perfect. The soil is perfect. Yeah, so we have some damn good horseradish from here. And it's the big mm. swirl that took place up by Alton. We even have a horseradish festival. There used to be a... Prehistoric, they say um, there was a uh, swirl up there, like a gigantic right. whirlpool up, and basically the whole city of Alton was a whirlpool. Right, because the Mississippi River shifted over the billions of well, years. Well, it's where all those three rivers met. Right, right. And so it's in a completely different path. Than the bluffs that we're on now, we come up the bluffs all the way down there. The, used river, to be the river used to be down below. There. Right. Um, it's crazy. And um, so, what was I talking about the boom? So. The, the second thing, the mine, could those booms be coming from the old mine shafts could, or something related yeah. to that? But I don't even know what they even look like. And what, are they all falling in? Or, I mean, I don't know. Like, 100 years ago. Does the EPA get in there and make them like cinch them up? Or I don't know. I don't know what that's all about. Are they super fun sites? No, they're not. They're underground. There's like an entrance or into these bluffs. So, but they have so how the bluffs the right. come up, then the bluffs come up and then we level off. Yeah. Then they're going in these little dips behind and coming back into the bluffs right. toward the river. To get all the coal out. Right. And now there's no and, coal left. Right. And now they're just open crevices. Canary in a coal mine. 
I mean, I can tell you. Is that was that how they could tell if they were pregnant or not? That's how they could tell if there's gas in those mine in those shafts. Rabbit done died. Uh, that's how they found it. If you're pregnant, your rabbit dies <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. Well, well, how does that one? I, I don't know. We'll dig into that another time. But you know, I so you live. You on, look it up. You lived on top of you lived on top and grew up on top of coal mines, and we I we all do. And and I uh, grew up in oil fields, but where I raised my kids was an hour from where I grew up, and that is on top of salt mines. And uh, I'm going to do a 30 minute podcast just specifically on the uh, explosions that happened in those mines when gas got in those mines and exploded the whole town when I was there. See, isn't that crazy? Like, so you're what, what were we 800 miles apart? We're 500 miles apart. 500 hours. miles apart. Yeah. And, and the difference in two small towns, relatively the same size. Yep. Kind of. But Completely this one different. is surrounded by other towns where that town this size there has nothing. Nothing for, around Another it. town that size is 20 minutes away. Another town that size is three hours away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. There's little teeny towns at 200 people. That 20 minutes Hollywood away. Hollywood. What is Hollywood? That's like two buildings. It is. It's, it's literally like 20 people. crank you up. When it, it, they're all over the place. These little towns like you're driving through. It's like three houses. Right. There's one it. called Red Wing that just is actually it's only a bar. That's the only thing left there is a bar. It's called Red Wing. We uh, go, my dad took us there when we were kids. We got six slits while he drank beer. <laughs> what'd you get? Six slits. Those little pack, those little chocolatey covered things. I wore those slits. when I was in wrestle, on the wrestling That's team. That's a singlet. That's a leotard. Oh. That's a onesie. You wore a onesie <sighs> to wrestle. Um, I read the required uniform. Yeah, a onesie, a leotard. Why do you have to make fun? That's from Pretty or Breakfast Club, well, honey. Be original. <laughs> I can't. That's pretty funny. Um, you were a good wrestler, state man. But like yeah, it's state. weird that we both grew or both live over places that have two completely different types of minds. Well, I just got messed up things, man, and so it just probably there's messed up stuff all over the place. That's my point. Right. So you, um, so, I'm going through some of this old paperwork real quick. Just to, yeah. what, what were you going to ask? While me? you're looking through that, like that connects to, 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 that connects also to, you've never been to Yellowstone, but I've been there many times and I've been there. Oh, you have? Yeah. So you've seen like old faithful and stuff, all those geysers and those. Oh no, I wasn't. I was, uh, I went to Mount Rushmore. That's South Dakota. And I went to, um, the dude pointing guy. That's crazy horse. That's in South Dakota. Yeah. So you went to South Dakota. That's not Colorado, Colorado down through there. Colorado. I've been all through Colorado. Yeah, that's different. Estes Park, Boulder, yeah. Vale. Yeah, you went to the mountains. Denver. You went to the, there's no mountains in, in Denver. You went to the I went the past Vale, way out there to do some trout fishing one time. Did you? That's pretty out there, isn't it? Uh, so then if you would have kept going, you'd have been in Yellowstone. And that is all those, you know, there's all, it's just all a land of like those hot springs which is kind of what happened when those explosions happened in my town. So no, I've never been to later. Yellowstone, I don't think. So those geysers, you know, we, we stayed at the Old Faithful Inn and we've, I've been to Yellowstone 400,000 times. That's great. And, but the Aren't you special, no, it was just, it wasn't that far for us. <laughs> That's pretty far my, hike for you guys here. My parents took me to the racetrack <laughs> but for the weekend. It's crazy that that Old Faithful for hundreds and thousands of years have been going off every 93 minutes uh, like clockwork. I mean, that's crazy. But that's also, um, what happened to that? Remember they had the big invest, like that's a active volcano and, and the, active volcano. There are parts like, of that that are, if there that has erupts, been a, like they said, that's cataclysmic. Correct. Um, and it's gonna, you know, there's a story too. Doesn't that make you wonder? It does, there's, there's a, 
an interesting story that not a lot of people know about Yellowstone. We could do a podcast on that. There was an earthquake there in the fifties that killed a bunch of people. Like big, huge boulders landed on people's like tents while they were sleeping. I and know. Shit. That's why I called it Boulder, Colorado. That's not why. Oh. It's because Mork and Mindy live there. Hey, so we got this guy that I talked to. Um, I've done a little bit of recording with him, not much. And I'm, he wants me to do more. And I'm just like, um, I haven't had time. <clears throat> uh, but without interviewing this guy, Kim. Yes. He, he he's a, he's 93 years old. Yes. Um, don't give out too much detail. No, 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 no. The, you, you don't understand where I'm going with this, but here's what I'm going to ask him about. And I was kind of chronic. I was setting up my interview. It, it'll probably happen. Um, what's today? Thursday. That's mm, right. Probably next Tuesday night. Maybe if you're available, I need your help. Okay. Um, so as when I was preparing, preparing, preparing for the interview, preparing, researching and developing, I kind of made some notes here. Yes. And cause I didn't want to like ask him, well, it was, uh, Pearl Harbor and you were, uh, you know, so just, I broke this you down want, where you, you wanted to ask him more nah. interesting questions than that. So when he was born. In 1928, yes, TV had been invented the year before in 1927. Wow. When he was five years old, it was 1933. And here's where I didn't kind of go. I was kind of going around. I'm circling around back up here. So in 1930, you had the, um, I put DP. I don't think it was that. <laughs> Dust Bowl. <laughs> You need to write better. 1933, when he was five, was Prohibition. 1940 was the Holocaust, okay? So in 1943, in 1940, he was 12 years old. Wow. So he started knowing about that. And so that's what I was going to ask him. Like, you're 12 years old and you hear about this Holocaust. Like, what do they tell you? What do they tell you? You're 12. Not not now. You're 12. So you're going to come do it. This is your life. Walk through the years with him. Kind of right. That's, That's really a great so idea. So when he was 13, the year after that, well, how's that the year after? Well, Pearl Harbor's in there. I don't know. I was kind of making these notes. You can't read your own writing. Um, Sometimes you do this stuff like at four in the morning and you kind here's of. Here's 1945. He would have been 17 years yeah. old. 17 years old. And the big news of the day was Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. You're 17, man. I mean, what was that like at 17? Right. Um, Vietnam was, uh, oh, here's what it is. He was, is this how old he was? Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm reverse psychoing it. You need an Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) 1955 was Vietnam and, uh, he would have been, um, 27 years old. (laughs) What was, what, what was that? What on, was that I mean, summer th- like? That went on until he was in his 40s. I mean, Vietnam lasted until the 70s. <laughs> um, that was a long war. 1961 is significant. Um, he would have been 32 years old, and that was the moon landing or space, oh, the space stuff. Did he watch it on TV? So you're 31. You probably had a kid by, I don't know if he's got kids yet or whatever, but you're 30. You're finally older, mature, and now we're on the moon, right? right. And you're like, what the hell? Could have been. And, uh. So, oh, 
62 was oh. la riots yeah. um 67 was okay oh you so, skipped the jfk assassination yeah i skipped I, so these are just some right. crazy notes here um but yeah if you can help me fill these in yeah that i need a perfect assistant by next tuesday yeah, you got one 1967 39 years old almost 40 and your buddies are gonna go watch the first super bowl oh wow was it even called the Super Bowl then? Because it was Kansas City Chiefs, wasn't it? All I have written down is 1967 first Super Bowl. And yeah, they had different things up right. until then, right? But um, you're 41. He was 41 years old. When the first Super Bowl was played. The first Super Bowl. <laughs> hey. Uh, that's 10 years. Bob. That's 10 um, years younger than you are now. Bob, uh, we're going to go uh, this Sunday. There's, there's a crazy there's a thing game called the Super Bowl. And. Uh, you know, they're gonna try Earl to has the one TV in town at the bar that's open on Sundays because Sundays you couldn't color. drink on either. Like, was that on? Was the first Super Bowl on Sunday? Well, I don't know because if it I'm, was Kansas City and they played in Kansas City, you couldn't buy beer on Sunday, sell beer on Sunday. Then that's why they built the stadium in Missouri. Oh, you're so smart. Well, I only know because I live there. Well, everybody knows that, that was a big controversy. But I'm just saying, was the first Super? Can you look it up? What am I wanting to know? Oh, we got a couple more minutes. First Super Bowl. What day was the first Super Bowl on? Has always been on okay. Sunday in 1967. So anyway, our buddies got going, Bob, um, we're going to go watch this football game. Probably then you didn't really know. 1967? What, yeah. <clears throat> probably really didn't even know what football was. All right, or Super knew what football was, but like didn't. I don't know. Right. What the, they what they called it was the AFL NFL World Championship game, right. and then that, they called it Super Bowl one. Right, I knew there was okay. a little bit. Right. Of, yeah, and it was Kansas City, and um, Packers, and they played at the they played at that place where they just had that stupid NASCAR race in LA. That's where they played. Coliseum. Yeah, they played it there. What day? I'm looking. It was on Sunday. I'm looking. I'm just curious. Like I'm trying to find the date here. <laughs> Um, so anyway, this guy's 93 now it's 2022. Um, and I'll talk here a little bit while you're trying to find that. I'm what, just saying like, you can find what day it was on. Okay. I'm looking, hold on just a second. Think of this though, real quick. That would be like 10 years ago when you were 41, you watched your, the very first Super Bowl ever. Like that's crazy. <laughs> right. Wait till you see some of the other, um, January 15th, 1967, January. 15th 1967 now it's clear in the middle of february when they have it it was a sunday okay yeah um yeah so like in 1978 he was my age 50 mm -hmm. in 1978 i was seven you're 51 well coming up pretty soon technically so anyway this dude uh pretty interesting 93 years old i wanted just to ask him about certain things That's cool. um and uh, hopefully we'll be having that pretty soon. But Super Bowls this weekend, right? Yes. Uh, or yeah, yeah the, big the big game. The big game. The Bengals and uh, San Francisco. The stupid. No. Who? The Rams. Oh, the Rams. It. I... So the game before that, the when Bengals were in the Super Bowl before, it was against the 49ers, right? I believe so. It was in the nineties. Right. And I made a bet. And I went with the Bengals and they lost. Yes. So what are you going to do this time? You're going to bet against the Rams Man, who deserted no, you? No, I the can't. The deserters so of St. Louis. I just hope they don't break my heart again. 
Um, I would love to see them cremated. There's no way I'm going to root for the Rams. No, no way. No way. I'd rather, I would so, rather lick dirt than root for the Rams. Right. And um, so There's I'm going to forget about, I'm right. going to forget about the past, Kim. Maybe this is my. I'm not. No. With the. Bengals? With the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going man. for the Bengals all the way. So if you're listening somewhere else besides near here in St. Louis, uh, if you don't know, you know, we did have an NFL team here that Stan Kroenke and we had one before. raped us of and took yeah, away. What do you think about the last Cardinals the Card- Super Bowl? Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals right. Super Bowl. That was St. Louis. Like, so I right. grew up with the Cardinals. We, I grew up in the 70s here. with a football team. All right. You had. I was 12 and it got ripped away from me. You had great. Uh, that Arizona. Yeah, they the, were great. Anyway, but then the Rams went to the Super yeah. Bowl. You had a Super Bowl team here. Well, Kurt the, Warner. Right. You know, that's crazy. So right. what I'm saying is there's a very bitter taste around here for the Rams and Kroenke. Georgia and Frontier was the owner at the time of the Rams. Right. Do you know her story? No, but hold on. Holy shit, that's crazy. On. There's going to be quite a lot of Bengals win parties around here because nobody around here likes the So Rams. we got to get black and orange. Very, that should be yeah. pretty easy to find. Very bitter around here with the Rams. I need the black and orange. I'm going the black and orange. Black and orange, black and orange, black and orange. <laughs> so when the Rams won the Super Bowl, yes. How old were you? Oh, thir- well, I was thirty. Yeah, kids were babies. Yeah. Um, nineteen ninety nine. So yeah. Um, Georgia Frontier was her name. She owned the Rams because of her deceased husband had owned the Rams, uh-huh. and it was almost. I don't want to get in trouble, but I guess she's dead. It don't matter. It was almost like an Anna Nicole thing of the day, right? I got uh, it right here. Yeah. What's it say on the Georgia right? Frontier? Right. Uh, she was eighty when she died in two thousand eight. But when did they? Yeah, when she hook up with the she old boy owned the Rams for she a while. She worked for then. as a urologist secretary and right. met her third husband. Then she married her fourth husband, a stage manager, and then she moved to Miami. Had her own TV show and met her fifth husband, a TV producer. Right. Then she was on the Today Show cast, and then she was a She's nightclub on the Today singer. Show. And then she, then she was introduced to the Baltimore Colts owner Carl Rosenblum, who had just separated from his first wife at a party hosted by Joseph Kennedy. And Jesus. then she married her sixth husband, <laughs> which was the guy that owned the Rams. And he owned. He traded ownership. What was of his the name? Col- uh, Rosenblum. He traded the ownership of the Colts for the Rams, and they lived in Bel Air. It's kind of uh, or that movie, uh, Major League. They they wanted him to get. That's exactly what they did here with the Rams. They wanted him out. She did the exact same thing from L.A. to here to St. Louis right. as they as Cronky did from. So Cronky's the other story. Married a Walmart chick. Oh yeah, he married. He married into some major. He married an actual Wal- Walton daughter. And is a bazillion gazillionaire, and he owns Rams, and he came but, here and built this dome and promised the world and ripped him away. He fell in with Georgia, like that was always a side deal. How he took over the Rams? Were and, they together? No, I don't know, not like that. But it, so upon her husband's death, she inherited seventy percent ownership in Rams. I think Rosen he kept buying Blo- it, and right. the Rosenblum's children inherited the other thirty. They had to split thirty percent between five people. Oh, I bet they hated to her. To your dad, she's been sick. Her, she's been married six times. Right, your stepmom that's been married six and times, and he left your mom, who is he married to forever, for this crazy bitch. Often dubbed the first female owner, blah blah blah. 
Um, she yeah, moved the Rams. That, that, she moved the Rams that, twice. That movie Major League was kind of taken right. off of her. She of, looks like that with the red hair right. and stuff. Right. Initially criticizing her ass for being a woman in the league. She blah blah blah. So her inheritance came as a surprise to many fans who thought Steve Rose and Bloom. Son would get it, and he did not. <laughs> oh yeah, there was a big fight with her. Right. So, what's the difference? But like, um, Marge Shot, who owned the Reds, oh, God, she didn't she, get it that way. She like bought the Reds herself, right? Or she didn't get it by her th- sixth husband. She's crazy. Okay, so then there was a big scandal, like for scalping Super Bowl tickets. Oh yeah, from her her, her last husband, seventh husband Dominique Frontier, because he was arrested and jailed for. Uh, this and she divorced him, and then the Rams sunk very low in the nineties. When she passed away, most ho- most home games were blacked out back right. then. Back then, if you didn't have the sold out, right. they wouldn't play them in your local markets. Right. It was so stupid. Right. So nobody could ever see Chiefs games in well, Kansas. We did. We, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like she got a twenty million dollar incentive to move to St. Louis, so she made that team go to hell and then brought him here, and then um, did this. And then Stan Kroenke did the same thing back. All right. When did she pass away? Uh, she's had uh, 2008. Wow. It's been that long. Mm-hmm. 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, she was fun. I liked her. Um, yeah, oh yeah. You, yeah, it was, she does look like that major league chick though. Like that's exactly what, and Kronky did the same thing. I mean, he screwed and they just settled a huge, mm-hmm. I mean, he had to pay I a mean, huge lawsuit. St. Louis has just been screwed over by the NFL over and over again, man. Right. And then, then you just look at, uh, and the XFL. Well, yeah. We do got a soccer team coming, though. That'll be good. They That'll be bi- fun. You've been to a soccer match? No, and they built an absolute, they're building a gorgeous st- stadium for professional soccer. So we have NFL. No, I mean, we have uh, baseball, hockey, and soccer. No um, NBA and no, but we do have it's a like, great I, baseball. I think attending a soccer game is like going to a, you know, it's massive like going crazy. to a rave with orange slices. It's crazy, right? Well, sometimes like so there's one extreme to the other. There's like this very chilled. I'm a is soccer this... fan. Chill. And then there's these guys that are just like, I'm going to be is... like, I don't care. And like, just put their head through the thing because it's soccer. Is this I mean, the league where I thought Christian Real Nall. Yeah, this, like, is a, this, a profe- is nah, this isn't like some nah, secondary. Nah, this is top of the yeah. line. Right. So, and if you've never, but been, even then there's a couple different levels. There's right. a, there's, you know, a couple kinda top like NASCAR levels, truck so. races and NASCAR. Kind of. Yeah. But it's going to be a great stadium. And, uh, you know, we're left with this piece of shit dome that's just rotting away downtown and downtown since uh, they left Chuck has, and RV monster truck show and, um, motocross, downtown, you know, they're really having trouble with St. Louis uh, and they're it's, getting it filled over there. I'm telling you. I watched the news and, you know, it's sad because once they pulled out of there, it's really been a crime has gone up a little bit. Yeah, but, but we can't talk. about. I can that. tell you that if you want to go to a world class baseball, this is a place to go. This it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't like the games, but I've been to so many. I don't care. anymore. Cardinals are crazy. I mean, it's always sold out. I'm trying to get back into professional sports altogether. I just kind of dropped out when, when I really hits. know well, now it's just kind of like before that. Um, and then I'm going to say this and then we're going to get moving. Um, I never minded them making money. I never minded professional athletes getting 
perks and I never minded like, uh, man, you're that good. You get to do that. You know, like that never made me jealous. It inspired me at some point. But when it became athlete, you are today. Well, when a fellow athlete then starts telling me (laughs) about my politics or my, how you know, like then I just am like, I'm done. Cause I was with, you know, as a fellow athlete, (laughs) that's what you are. Uh, yeah, you're, uh, man, you're the best quarterback. You're the best shooting guard. You're the best goalie that's ever played. I agree 100%, but you do not need to give me your opinion on anything else except that. I will trust. You tell me how to throw a pass. But so that those few people, like Tiger Woods has never done that. Yeah. I mean. To an extent, but he kind of has. So you hate all sports just because mm. of that, or do you just hate those few people? No. Is it the Kaepernick It's not I hate it or... even. No, it's not even anything in, like, one particular thing. And even by got, saying, like, Tiger, by Tiger doesn't say anything like that, well, maybe by not saying certain things, you're still saying it. Does that make sense? By, I guess. By conforming, by doing certain things, you know, like, you're, you're, you're still, you know, you're still. You're so I'm going to leave on a happy note. Yeah. Just to, to finish up with the uh, little fact about the Cardinals. If you guys want to oh, see you're gonna, oh, the best opening day of any NF, of any MLB oh, sure, yeah, team, that's right, yeah. you got to come see this opening day. It's cr- it's just, it's a literally. I think the no, Yankees do a pretty good job yeah, too, though. It's but. literally nobody at work. I mean, it's. Cr- and oh, we, it's like a day off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, national, we, we local go, holiday. I literally have never had a ticket to go in, but there's so many parties outside the stadium. It's still fun. Well, here in St. Louis, they just the the, it, the um, let's have a party if it's if the wind blows over ten miles per hour. Oh yeah, but they a, bring out every. I mean, they have them come in and Clyde's. I mean, but we also have the Budweiser thing here, so they bring them in in the Clydesdale uh, wagons. Well, back in the day and, before when we lived here, man, that like growing up as a kid, that was just like normal. So anyway, we're out of time. All uh, right, thank you, you everybody. Soon.